Good morning. I just wanted to give an update on my Wim Hof breathing. So since I did that weekend workshop, I've been aiming to do the breathing cycles in the morning. I haven't been fully consistent with that, uh, but I then made myself a timetable. The first 10 days, I was going to do one cycle of breathing. The second 10 days, I was going to do two cycles of breathing, and then I'm going to increase it. And so some of my difficulties in the beginning were a with wanting to do it I was finding myself strangely resistant because there is this mild unpleasantness Um, it's very mild but it was causing a resistance so the timetabling in and the the deconstructing it into 10 days of once because that once is less daunting 10 days of twice etc that that helped a bit with that and just recommitting Um, the other trouble I was having was to try and decide if I was meant to be breathing in on the in-breath with just my chest, my my lungs and upper body, or whether I was supposed to be breathing in with my abdomen, so that my abdomen expands on the in-breath, or both, or something in between, because with my DNS, we mostly breathe in using the abdomen, but with this, it just didn't feel quite so easy, but then sometimes it would be. And I still don't know the exact answer, but I am coming around to the idea that actually it's meant to be just your lungs, just your chest, because that would make sense in that the Wim Hof breathing, in my my understanding, is designed to actually put you into fight or flight, um, because during our normal lives, we're never in proper fight or flight. We're in constant semi-fight or flight, Um, We're never completely relaxed because we're always slightly stressed, but nor are we completely actually in fight or flight because there isn't an actual threat that we can run away from or fight. And so in my understanding, we're putting ourselves, we're, we're doing that breathing as you would in a fight or flight situation to put yourself into a full fight or flight situation so that you can then come back down to a calm situation from that. And that's a smoother way. It's like a way of looking all the way to the left and then looking all the way to the right, as opposed to only using a small range of that all the time. Um, so I've decided to, to, and it seems to work if I just breathe more through my lungs. It was getting confusing when I wasn't sure. Um, then I've noticed there's, um, the, the symptoms are fairly like mild. I haven't had any of that weird stuff of visualizations and, um, tingling of this, that, and the other, which might be because I'm not doing it properly or it, might be because you don't always get those and I don't really mind if I'm not doing it properly because I'm getting used to doing it I'm getting good at doing it and there's going to be a transition phase where I'm doing it in within my range of comfort I'm not forcing myself to do it according to some imagined ideal that may or may not be correct I'm just doing it in the way that seems best to me at the time which I believe over time will lead me to gradually doing it better so if I'm not quite doing it correctly now that will gradually happen over time whereas if I just insist on doing it a certain way that I imagine is correct but may not be so then I'm never going to feel comfortable with doing it and I'm always going to be in that place of I'm forcing myself to do something which I don't think well 
I, I don't think it leads to to doing things well and consistently, but I do recognise there is a degree of forcing oneself. It's just finding the right amount of forcing oneself to do something. Um, then there is the nose versus mouth um, breathing. So breathing in through the nose can be challenging if the nose is a bit congested, but my nose generally is congested and I've still con continued to breathe in through the nose and found that it's got gradually easier and easier the more I've done it. Um, and that surprised me at how quickly that happened. I've not been doing it very long at all. I've probably consistently only done it for two weeks or maybe, yeah, give or take. And the out-breath when I was taught was through the mouth. But I actually experimented today with taking the in and out breath through the nose. And now that my nose seems less congested, I prefer that because it's less distracting to change the position of your jaw and tongue and mouth with each breath in and out. So, um, and have I noticed any... Have I noticed any uh, improvements or, or things in general? I have, although it's hard to tease apart whether they're, by, they're caused by the Wim Hof breathing or they're caused by some of the other things I'm doing. But I'm definitely feeling uh, in the last week or two a little bit more able to come back to a place of mental quietness and calm from being anxious and stressed it's very subtle I'm not even sure if it's real and that's how these improvements are so I just want to put a reminder out there for myself and anybody else who might be interested that when we make changes to our habits with the aim of improving our lives and our well-being the effects are going to be quite subtle they're going to be difficult to tell whether it was this habit that created the effect or it was this other thing that created the effect. And they're going to come and go. There's going to be no dramatic, no obvious, oh yes, I'm definitely feeling better. There might be. It's not that there can't be. Sometimes there is. But sometimes the effects are very hard to notice. And part of, the, part of it is just continuing on faith and not waiting for the effects, looking for the effects, but not being a slave to whether there are effects or not, being able to accept that the effects might be longer term, slower, more small, and not necessarily obvious, and not necessarily able to be teased apart from some other effect and some other habit we're having. And I believe that because in modern culture we're so programmed to we want results we want results we want things to be visible measurable clear obvious and that's lovely when it happens and it can happen that way but when it doesn't happen we tend to give up and think something's not working when perhaps it was working really really well and the effects maybe are huge already but just we haven't got the sensitivity or the skill to detect those changes. I mean, maybe something really dramatic's already happened in our blood pressure or some biochemical thing that we could measure on a blood test or that other people can detect or that someone who was trained to detect that could detect, but 
most people can't so maybe changes have already occurred in me that I'm not able to pick up and I'm continuing with this on faith I don't know a lot about this method but I know enough about the general principles of it to believe that it has the potential to be really powerful um, and just from reading and watching things about Wim Hof himself and people who do his breathing I, and I certainly can't see any harm in my doing it and it takes me a very small amount of time and it doesn't sacrifice anything and so why am I talking about this I just want to illustrate that we sometimes have to just pick a habit that we don't know for sure is going to help us because that's how these things work. There is no guru, there is no leader, there is no guide who's going to pop up into our lives and magically say, right, in the morning you start with 10 of these and then you go and do this and then you go and do that and that that will lead to your perfect well-being, your perfect health, your perfect future. There are some gurus out there and there are some helps and guides and mentors and trainers and coaches and there are books and YouTubes and all sorts of things that do guide us and we as individuals have got to tease out of all that information what's going to work for me what am I going to make my own what am I going to try and I may not continue with this I don't know this might turn out to be not that much of a needle mover in comparison to other things so that's what I love about this habit change thing is it's a constant experiment that we do ourselves on ourselves and whilst we use external sources to get our information and to stimulate ideas it's still ours it's completely of our own creation there's no one out there who can actually prescribe the set of habits that anyone should have there are people who can make suggestions who can um, with a fair amount of confidence say no this habit's a complete waste of time this other one worked well for me but even then everyone's an individual so um, yeah <laughs> uh, that's really what I wanted to say was this this business of the habits um, how we play with them, how we adapt them for our own benefit and how we have to go through a period of uncertainty of whether or not they're helping us and just carry on. And of course, if this turns out to be harmful, unhelpful, a waste of time, then I will stop doing it. But there's no, I've always thought there was this right or wrong set of habits. These, you do this and you don't do that and it's black and white. Well, it's not like that. It's a constant experimentation, a constant discovery, a constant act of creativity. And it's so fun. It's so fun. Well, all right. Enjoy. <laughs>